Welcome to this very informal update episode of Impact Statement. I have to update you all on three things. The first is the case of Jeff Rogers. The second is the case of DJ Ficky. And last is on what is going on with the show and my inconsistent release schedule. Let's start with the first. If you remember, 25-year-old Jeff Rogers was home sleeping when four or five men broke into his house. They didn't steal anything, but they beat, stabbed, and shot Jeff. He managed to call 911, and he gave police the best description of the men he could before he died from his injuries. For that episode, I spoke with Jeff's mother, Nancy, and his uncle, John. When the anniversary of Jeff's death came around this year, I touched base with the family again to let them know that I was thinking of them. John emailed me back a few days later with news that an arrest had been made. 11 years after Jeff's murder, almost to the day. 35-year-old Daniel Kidwell was charged in April 2019 with one count of second-degree murder. Later, it was announced Corey Mason, who's now 29, was charged with first-degree murder. There were two or three other men involved, and my guess is that we will be hearing their names soon. During that episode, I interviewed the detective in charge of the Kansas City Metro Area Crime Stoppers. And guess what? It was an anonymous Crime Stoppers tip that led to the arrests. The second case to update is that of DJ Ficky. In that case, DJ was found shot to death in a home that he and his wife were staying in. The house was a known drug house, and DJ's wife had a previous romantic relationship with one of the men who stayed at the house, and that put DJ and this man at odds. While there one day, DJ was shot and died of his injuries. His wife was there, and so were two others, and they all told police that DJ had shot himself. The death was quickly ruled a suicide, even though both DJ's wife and one of the witnesses quickly recanted. They told authorities that it was actually the third man, the one DJ had issues with, who had shot DJ. The family has been unsuccessful in getting the Georgia Bureau of Investigation to reopen the case as a homicide case. It remains officially ruled a suicide in spite of the witness statements. However, the family has filed a wrongful death suit. As many of you know, a wrongful death suit has a lower burden of proof than a criminal trial. It's going to be a long process, and I really wish DJ's family the best as they go down this path. So the third update about the show. As some of you probably know, especially if you follow me on social media, I produced this show in my spare time. When I started the show last year, I had another podcast called Insight. That show was my job, as in that show is how I made money, how I made a living. This show was a passion project. I worked on Insight with a co-host, so I did half of the writing and half of the editing, and she did the other half. 
insight and impact statement put together made for a pretty full part-time work schedule, which really worked for me because I have several children and two of them are little. They're five and one. Then around the beginning of this year, 2019, I was given an incredible opportunity to really expand my writing career by taking on freelance projects and working on other shows. I decided it was time. I'm going to jump into working full-time, which included finding childcare and really adjusting our family schedule and the house workload, just all the things that happen when someone who was the stay-at-home mom, starts working part-time, then starts working full-time. And all of that actually worked out pretty flawlessly, and I had time for everything. Things were pretty balanced for like six weeks. My podcast insight went through an upheaval. My co-host left the show in February after I had already committed to these freelance contracts. And then I took over the show, Insight, 100%. I was writing every episode. I was producing every episode every week. It was a big adjustment. So imagine your workload at work right now literally doubling pretty much overnight, and that's what happened. So my initial plan was to wrap up Insight at the end of March, just kind of finish what I had done, finish some commitments we had to sponsors, and then move on because it was just too much. I was going to move on to freelancing and impact statement. But then things changed again, as they tend to do. Just a few weeks before Insight was going to end, things fell into place for me to keep that show going, though with me still doing the majority of the work. Insight was the show that made me a podcaster. I had poured three years of energy into it. With my co-host, we built it from no listeners to lots and lots of listeners where people are coming to meet us. And we're delivering a show that people really wanted to keep hearing. So if there was a way to keep it going, I was going to do that. So I rebranded the show. It's called Crime Lines Now brought on these researchers to help, and decided to move forward. So now that leaves me with a weekly show that I'm writing for and I'm editing and all the behind the scenes work, plus my freelance work that I had committed to. I have a solid 40 hours of actual work to do every week. My youngest son is only at daycare for maybe 30 hours a week, so I work pretty steady while he's gone, and then I work pretty steady after everyone's in bed. So what I'm saying is that I am clearly bad at math and how time works, but it also means impact statement kept getting put to the side until I got past the next deadline and the next release and then the next deadline, and it just kept getting pushed off. I do have one episode really close to being ready to post. I plan to get it out before my kids are out of school for the summer. Then Impact Statement is going to still go on break for the summer, which is what I always planned for it to do, because I need to reclaim some hours so I can enjoy the summer with my kids. Because I work freelance, contracts come and go. Projects come and go. 
I have to take the work when I can get it because, you know, bills are a thing. So I do hope to know by the end of the summer whether impact statement makes sense anymore and if it's time to bring it off hiatus or if it's just time for me to shelve it because my freelance clients didn't fire me in the meantime. I love the show. I love making it. I love the premise. I love working with families directly. I have met some incredible people, and I really want to make this work into my life again. It's just things are in the air, and that's really anyone out there who works as a freelancer understands. I appreciate all the listeners and the supporters of the show, so I just wanted to be completely transparent with you all on where I am and how I got here, and I really do appreciate the support. I'm sorry if this story was long and boring. There will be an episode out in the next few weeks, like I said, then a break, and hopefully I'll be back in the fall. 